Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Once again, Midflight Brawl is brought to you by our good mates at Heaps Normal, delicious, independent, non-alcoholic beer. Get to heapsnormal.com, chuck in duty-free at checkout for free shipping around Australia and to help out the boys. Mm. Iggy's just cracked the can himself. Oh, yeah. Just undid all the work of the weekend with one sip of a heapses. <laughs> <laughs> heapses for you, the kids, grandma, get them in your non-alcoholic beer and it is delicious. Heapsnormal.com or just bloody have a look out for them. They're everywhere now. Send everywhere. us photos. We love it. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty-free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-air madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-air brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf Coast. At LAX. Thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. So many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that started the, <laughs> the, the crashes talking to me? I hope this crashes. Out the fucking door! Welcome to Mid-Flight Brawl. Any tip rack can fly now and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. How's it going, mate? Back in Melbourne. Mate, we're we're about as fucking tired as each other, I reckon. Oh, Safe to yeah. say. Quite what an easy. quite a travel day. Yeah. I mean on Sunday. You, you say that. You know, obviously people have got harder lives, all that shit. But we live Most in the first world, so these are our problems. Um mm. yeah. Long old day. We had a ripper time mm. up in your poon in uh, Queensland. In Queensland. Up there, great time. Well, a couple of fans turned up actually. Yeah. Shout out to them for uh, rolling into the podcast. <laughs> and in merch, shirt. might I add. Yeah. An Air Jaden t shirt and a bloody Larrikin Island, which, if you're interested, midflightbrawl.com. They are flying. Mm. The polos, holy shit. What is this, gone. Bitcoin? Three years ago? Pretty much gone. Get on the fucking polos. Except not an imaginary shirt. It will turn up. <laughs> um, actually, the second batch of the limited edition yeah. polos, which makes it sound like it's not limited, but there were two batches. The second batch is coming in two weeks. So keep an ear out for that because nearly all the sizes are gone. A couple of larges left by the time this comes out, and that might be just about it. Um, but uh, fret not, more coming. And don't worry, we bloody, we're supporting the Australian economy, buying local, and um, then getting the labour, the actual mailing done, slave labour style. You've got Karen Cody, my mum. Karen Cody's down got there. the beats. She must be tired yeah. too. Big weekend <laughs> on the on the T-shirt packing. Down in the Victorian sweatshop. <laughs> Does she make Jeff take a wheelbarrow down to the post office with him? <laughs> I get a lot of aggressive texts from mum. <laughs> so if you want to... If you want to get yourself a bloody limited edition St. Jaden's College Polo, you know where to go, midflightbrawl.com. 
And bloody, should we just do the last two plugs before we kick into this intro? Why not? Patreon.com yep. slash midflight brawl, buddy, helping us keep the lights on, getting yourself some extra content. Mm. We hire a, a researcher now. We got Rad in the sound booth, the audio engineer. And we're bloody, yeah. this is. Larrikin, the Larrikin episodes are pure us, though. And I've got mm. to say, this week's uh, perfect time to get in. Quite good, I, I thought. We recorded them while we were in your pern. And, uh, Pretty good. So get around that. Help us Pop stuff. keep feeding the fucking scummies content for free. Thank you, patrons. <laughs> um, You're better people than they are. And the final one, it kicked off a couple of Fridays ago here in Australia on Paramount Plus. Luke Heggie, buddy, your mate Luke Heggie, I already told you is the special. So yes, if you're in Australia, hop on Paramount Plus. There's a bunch of stand-up specials they release, so good on Paramount Plus for supporting a bit of, bit of fucking Australia comedy. But yeah. the one you should watch, Luke Heggie, I already told you. Pretty much. I mean, they're all good, though. There's a, there's a bunch of our mates who did them, so grab yourself a free seven-day trial and give us a couple of views, and then uh, they, people can still make stand-up comedy. I've read so many ads back-to-back here, a fucking Dua Lipa song should kick off and I should get a traffic <laughs> report going because this is sounding like the morning job, That's the plug's quick gone. sticks. We're only four that minutes in, plug's finished. We're, we're at your poon. We're getting home right. from your poon. Great time, Cap Coast Comedy Festival, Mick Nevin, uh, Nicky and gang running that up there. It was bloody awesome. Thanks for everyone that came out to the show. But getting home on Sunday should have been yeah. pretty straightforward. Rockhampton to Bris Vegas. Bris Vegas to Sydney for you, Heggie, and Bris Vegas to Melbourne for me. Yeah, not so squeezy, was it? No. Landed in Brisbane around, what, 11 o'clock or 11.30. There was a Mm 12.55 flight that um, some of the other comics were on heading to Melbourne. I was on a 2.55. Why were you originally on a later one? What happened there? No idea. They booked later or something. I didn't book Same reason we stayed out of town in your Pern. Yeah. Probably. Who knows? three miles out of town when everyone else real, was right in the guts. No, it was real rock star shit. Mm. Just having a dip in a pool right next to a car park. Beautiful, gorgeous setup. Um, I, it's, I am a fan of a car park pool. I like it was right in the middle, like a <laughs> motel one where you've got to, you know, take your life in your hands to get across there, barefoot running in front of cars to get to the pool. <laughs> yeah, where the, good. yeah, where the pool, you could run from the middle of the road and bomb into the pool. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Love seeing a big old star sign. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the the no in the no vacancy. That neon has I'd, not been I'd on. I like to go back even more nostalgic and get a colour TV <laughs> advertisement <laughs> on the lettering. Pretty good. Bistro. Yeah, who's yeah, anyway. Who's Wait. cooking in there? Anyway, <laughs> gotten away from the point. 2.55 p.m. flight, so I rock up to the Virgin desk. Um, don't want to brag. Platinum. Double platinum. Not bad. Good voice. Roll up there and go, hey, there's a 12.55 flight. I don't want to, you know, don't want to get into a dick swing contest, but there's some people fucking beneath me on that plane. Remove mm-hmm. one. They said yep. it can't happen, Mr. Cody. I go, fucking what's the point, I think you find it can. Yep. Honestly. <laughs> but I said, not a problem. That's fine. The 2.55, that's been cancelled. They said, yeah, no worries. We've got you on a flight. Six o'clock to Melbourne. So this is a good six hours later. Six o'clock to Melbourne via Adelaide. I went, that, you say good news there. That's some of the worst news a person could receive. And I've received mm-hmm. some pretty fucking grim news recently. I missed yeah. a few weeks because of it. And that 
going home via Adelaide is right up there. <laughs> I'd, I'd go home via Adelaide if the plane's leaving now. Like it's got to be got... earlier than the original flight for me to go home via another place. Yeah. I reckon you would have got to Adelaide and they go, oh, no, nah, Adelaide, Melbourne, cancelled. Go to Perth. In okay, fact, mate. then go to South Africa and just keep going. You'll get to Melbourne. The legends at the Virgin Lounge desk there in Brizzy, they're they working out. They go, well, we'll, fuck, we'll figure something out. Hard to work when you're sitting on their heads, but they did it. <laughs> Tell them to stop hitting themselves. Leave one hand free to get on the keyboard and sort your shit out. So Heggy and I, just, we went down the back talking shit, doing a bit of work, having a having a drinky poo, as you call it, Heggy, and um, cheeky spritz, mm. and uh, get a call. Hey, there's a there's a flight for you. There's a couple hours later, three forty five. I said, Sayonara, Heggy. You're on a four thirty, I believe. Something like that. Okay, all that right. Didn't work out either. <laughs> I know, I we'll get to that. There's more, more in store. <laughs> okay, all right, mate. I'll see you later. Love ya. Good fun working with you on the weekend. Big hug. Adios. Get to the gate. Scan my ticket. I'm in 30D. So they said there's there's a seat left in the last row. Okay, I don't give a fuck. I'm sleeping. Yeah. Start walking down the uh, the the ramp. Sir, sir, which is mm. it's never good news, is it? No, nah, never heard sir and enjoyed myself afterwards. At, yeah, and as sir increases in volume, it's never sir, sir, sir. Have a great flight. That wasn't coming, and I knew this. <laughs> I said, can you come here, please? I said, not a problem. Ticket didn't scan. They said, no, it's scanned. You've just got to go and see someone at the service desk. And I said, am I on this flight? And they said, sir, you just need to see someone at the service desk. Mm. And I said, sorry, you must have heard my question. Yeah. Am I on this flight? Sir, you can have very high like, volume. <laughs> oh, I see some phones coming out. I go, fuck me. I'm about mm. to make it. I'm about to make my own pod. <laughs> <laughs> We're on here. Brisbane, you've done it. Go over to the service desk. They said, sorry, mate, aircraft got downgraded. It's got one less row. How does that happen? They just take out a row? Is there a 29 seat and a 30 seat? Sounds like bullshit that? to me on a Boeing like 737. I thought they were all the yeah. fucking same. And mm. also, if you're going to take out a row, do it like dumb hotels. Do 13. All right, get that bad luck row out of there. Yeah. Keep 30. But it's not a smaller plane. They don't have a smaller one that's one row of seats one row smaller. Short. <laughs> so, I smell a rat. <laughs> I'm coming in hot back, yeah. back into the Virgin Lounge. The, the the two legends on the desk saw me and just went, oh, no. Yep. Yeah. One Hi. one less row. It's a fucking ghost row. Didn't mm. it? Never existed. Yep. Get back to you. You start laughing immediately. What happened? By this time, though, what's happened to your flight? Your four thirty? Oh, gone. I, I, gone. I can't, well, they don't call cancelling cancelling anymore. They call it postponing. Yeah, and just getting rid of it, so you can't get your money or anything. But um, yeah, I was on something later. Mine was a six o'clock or something. Ages to six o'clock or something. And it took ages. It took like two and a half hours in the air. So there was a storm. We sat on the tarmac. And then we got to Sydney. Oh, there was only one runway. Bit of wind. Pilots don't like the wind, so. I had to wait, just circling until the fuel ran out. Oh, man. <laughs> Down like nine o'clock, I got home. In between you hopping on your plane, they go, Mr. Cody, they they could see my face. And uh, I'll tell you what, if if you're going to continue to fuck up my flights, don't put me in a spot where there's free booze mm. because the, the your constant mistakes will come back to haunt you. Yeah. <laughs> 
real red rag to a bullshit. And uh, you've ended up on none of them. Yeah, well, no, no, no. Good news, though. I got put on a Qantas flight before your flight. They go, great. You're on a Qantas flight. You'll get a text. I open the text. The flight leaves as I get the text. Yep. Go to the desk. You sure that's there? That's what they've put you on. Run down. Go to another, the other end of the terminal. Sorry, mate. Plane's gone. Yeah. A fucking, here we go. <laughs> yep. Brilliant. <laughs> Eventually got put on some fucking seven o'clock thing that sat on the runway for a bit due to a Worked storm. Worked out all right, though. By the time you got back to the lounge the second time, after your second aborted flight, there was a guy up to his fucking neck in high vis talking to me about guitars. Yeah. And how good he was and how good his sons yeah. are at guitar. Well, yeah. Slurping soup. So, you know, all's well that ends well. Yeah. Honestly, it's like breaking up with your girlfriend, coming back in the house, she's already rooting someone else. Yeah, fucking hell, Higgy. <laughs> You've made a new friend oh, quick. It's just, he came and sat just in your seat. My seat's still oh, warm, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he didn't even say, can I sit here? He just plopped down. Yeah, he did have those vibes. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we eventually got home. It was about a 14-hour day. I got home at 11.30, 11.30 last night, just in time to wake up at 4.30 to get into work today. So what oh, a well. what a fun fucking rest day. Got an email today though, Peggy. Yeah. Because what, what I did do in the in between the two Qantas flights I was meant to be on, I uh I can't believe I did this. I started writing an email. Yeah. I got lots of emails today. Got halfway through, uh, had a couple beers and then just closed the laptop lid, opened it up and went, Fucking hell, mate. What are you what are you doing? Had you sent it half done? No, I hadn't sent it. Oh. So what are you fucking Karen? Sending an email? Oh, sending an Grow email up. about your experience. Grow up. I thought you just yeah. sent a random email about something else. Okay. No. Yeah, go on. Gotcha. I just thought I'd, I'd start sending emails. Good time for it. <laughs> I'd send them all day. <laughs> well, I do some days. Um, anyway. Man, we've been getting fucking about for some time here. Um, mm. Better get cracking on. Before we kick in, though. Um, each week we are down the line from each other. You've always got an interesting uh, Zoom background, something with a horrific past story. Mm. This one seems no di- – oh, I want to ash- assume Europe. Uh, yes, sort yep. of. Sort of. Hold on. What's that mean? <laughs> That's is that a go Europe, at, but, is that a know, fucking go at my people? Not co- yeah, is that the Irish? Fucking oath it is, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm giving myself well, that. Hold on, one sec. I mean, technically, you're not your people. This is the British. Oh, so well, that's know. still yeah. Oh, Northern yeah. Ireland. There we go. Yes, bit yeah. of that. Looking at the troubles here. Oh yeah, the troubles for a little while. The epicenter of the troubles. Um, yeah. The uh, Shank Hill Road. Yeah. Brilliant area of Belfast. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> During 1975 to 82, this is Lenny Murphy's house. And, uh, well, he lived in here where, where the Shankill butchers plied their trade Ooh, for a while there. That sounds fun. He was, he was the leader. Vicious bastard. Capturing, torturing, and butchering Catholics in Shankill Road. Hatchets, knives, cleavers, whatever. About 25 people. Deady bones. <laughs> um, you read all about it. I read a book about it ages ago, actually. It was quite good, but... Uh, if you want the shortened version, the abridged, the Decemberists have a great song called Shank Hill Butchers. <laughs> Gets oh, really? in three minutes. Yeah. I've looked him up to get a squiz at old Lenny Murphy. There's a photo. The third one in is of Samuel McCrory. Who's that? Vic, a Vic or, or another yeah. perp? Skelly McCrory. One of his mates. He's got a very Irish head. 
if I've ever seen one. Mm-hmm. Oh, he did all right. Yeah. Fuck, he only died this year. He was a part of the UDA. Oh, he's a part of the UVA. Um, yeah. Some of these dudes lived a long time too. That They managed to, well, this bloke, I think Lenny managed to evade uh, capture and then prosecution for a little while. He got murdered. Yeah. But, um, you know, better than being in jail. Man, um, what a turnaround for bloody Skelly McCrory. In his youth, he was a part of, a, obviously, a racist skinhead gang. But in 2008, he came out as gay and then as a gay activist. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that is a turnaround. I was told when I lived in Ireland for for a little, a brief time, for a year, makes you think, doesn't it? Mm. For a year, I was there. Uh, A bunch of Irish people told me there were no gays in Ireland. So, you know, that was around (laughs) the turn of the century. So that has come a long way since. Good on them. Just a few years later, the first one, Skelly McCrory. I hadn't invented it until after I was there, from what I saw. Um, Not what I saw, what I heard. Was that Russia, the Sochi Olympics? Yeah. They're like, gay rights? There are no gays here. So why would we even have rights from? Doesn't make sense. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking wombat method. Just turn around and put your head in the hole. That's all right. Not literally, but just sort of pretend it's not on. Um, (laughs) Anyway, we better get cracking, buddy. We better get in. Hold on. Let's do it. Woo! All right, mate. This week we are looking at Delta Flight 176, February 29, 2008. Fuck. That's re- that is. That's oh, rare. Oh, very rare. Feb 29. Leap day. People, people with leap day birthdays go through life either haven't been told by their mums that they're special, or having to hear the joke that they're one quarter their age mm. when you're twelve. So, oh, you're three, happy third birthday, fuckhead, that sort of thing. Forever. That's that'd be rough. That'd be rough a curse. It? Um, you know what though? The ones that are calling their kids special, they're also the ones that probably plan the Caesar for that day. Plan the what? Oh, the <laughs> booked just in the to make it. Yeah, you know, yeah, just. My child is real special. There's not only a lot of Y's and K's in their name, they're born on a special, <laughs> special day. Um, you know who was born on February 29? No. You quite often talk about this bloke and all the stuff. Conor McGregor's in him, July. Oh. Things you've learned from him. Large head. Talks a lot to large amounts of people. Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins. Fuck, I am on here. <laughs> I'm having a blinder today. <laughs> so, there's a bloke who's been told he's special. Um, anyway, by the way, that was a bit of fun. You'll hear it in the uh, in the live Yapunep coming out in a couple of weeks. Yeah, uh, when we played the more chilly sound effect, because only a handful of people then knew about the pod, and we started explain. I started explaining it. Okay, it's from a pokies machine. And the guy goes, "We're in Queensland, mate." We fucking heard it, or if it was something along yeah, those lines. Yeah. <laughs> we know that's our door, That's their doorbells up there. <laughs> um, Car horns. Our bloke today, his name is Aiden Mackle. And he was 44 at the time, and Aiden is a name. A-I-D-N. A-I-D-E-N. D-E-N, sorry, of course. Yeah. A-I-D-N, that's for the the shortened the shortened version for the number plate, Aiden 69. A-Y-D-N or A-I-D-N. <laughs> I was saying if you had to shorten it yeah, to get your yeah. funny license plate, 
you chop out the E, I reckon. Well, back when men were men, you had to have just three letters on your personalised number plates, didn't you? So, How fucking old are you, man? How long ago was it three letters? 30 years, 35 years yeah. maybe. I don't know. What? You, you're cruising around in a fucking Datsun 120. With a personalised number plate? Get Absolutely me. not. <laughs> I could think of nothing worse in life, pretty much. <laughs> nothing comes to mind that would be worse than being forced to have a personalised number plate. They're the worst. In fact, if anyone's listening who's got one, get off. <laughs> Don't want you. Um, it's uh, Aiden means energy and warmth. It's also, as you know, the base word for grub names as discussed with modern types. Whacking any combination of letters in front of it. Aiden, Aiden really is the sourdough starter. <laughs> um, this guy, he's, he's British from Northern mm-hmm. Ireland. Um He's from Portadown, County Armagh, a traditional linen trading town on the beautiful River Ban, southwest of Belfast. Um, you know who was from there? Harris Boyle's from there. Ulster Volunteer Force, UVF member, and one of the blokes who planted a bomb in the Miami Show Band's van. Remember that? Oh, no. Oh, there's a there's a band, like a band. They're, they're the most popular sort of band in Ireland at the time. Yeah, wow. Um, this guy killed a few of them and himself, 1975. It was a time bomb. The lads fought, forgot to set the timer, making oh. it a regular bomb. <laughs> um, three band members dead. After the bomb exploded, Harris and his mates were masquerading as uh, British Army and they just opened fire on Ireland's popular cabaret band, the Miami Show Band. Northern Ireland's music scene had been working hard at the time, was having success bringing Catholics and Protestants together until this dickhead ruined it for everyone. So that's the sort of little town we're looking at. Mm. Just fucking renegades out there running their own race. <laughs> well, um, also from Portadown, and this is, this is a good, good luck story, um, sort of. It's um, Irish <laughs> surgeon Darcy Wentworth, the first ever paying passenger to arrive in New South Wales in 1790. Wow. Uh, pre that, he had married Jane Austen in Scotland. Like, this guy. Went, yeah, went with her to meet to meet the family, went to England to meet the family, got accused of highway robbery, arranged for himself and his wife to go to New South Wales on the Neptune boat. Yeah. Her family closed ranks and said, no, nah, she's not going. Not for her own interests, obviously, but uh, the family reputation is at stake here. Jane has five brothers and their prospects might be damaged if their sister runs off to Australia with a suspected crim. Good one, mm. English snobbery, you <laughs> fuckheads. Jane could is that be a the, major uh, Australian literary figure. Is that the uh, is that who Wentworth is named after? Wentworth, um, like the the place here in Sydney. Little border town? Oh, I don't know about the little border town. There's definitely a there's a um Oh, there's a Wentworth in uh, Sydney too. Yeah, play like a a uh, electorate, sorry, called Wentworth in Sydney. Yes, it is named after him. Few things are. Um, the uh, but that also, them, though, you imagine being the first paying, like all they've sent out to the place of convicts. Yeah, well, he it was kind of a suspected one. Oh. It's like it's like not hitching to Darwin, but paying for a bus <laughs> or taking your own car or something. Same sort of thing. Um, neither of them ever remarried, although Darcy did sire three children with a convict. Um, then he proceeded to have a pretty interesting life, Darcy. He was like Jane, uh, like Mr. Darcy, it's named after him. Mm. In her yeah, wow. 
famous works. He, he was named as one of the Rum Rebellion ringleaders by Captain Bly, uh, forbidden to go back to his wife in England. They corresponded right up to a death. Without all the heartache, though, she may never have written a word, so much less <laughs> provided us with a biting irony of a major works. Never allowed to be with a husband, had no children. If she was allowed to be happy, went to New South Wales, Darcy, there'd be no pride and prejudice or sense and sensibility, so... Yeah. There's only one thing to do here. Boycott Jane Austen books, everyone, because <laughs> it was oppression that caused them. Anyone of you from now on who reads one is condoning the forcible separation of women from their husbands. Fuck you. It's over. Do better. The fun's over. Yeah, Be better. Watch the movies. Don't read the books. Mm. Nah. Um, her brothers went on to do fuck all. So <laughs> good thing those five were protected. Uh, Darcy. Also, campaign for trials by jury in Australia would have saved a lot of his grubby criminal Irish brethren who pre that would have just had their fucking heads cut off or blown away. They were suspected of anything. Um, anyway, also from Portadown, our hero, Aidan Mackle. By trial there, do you they also, do they get a jury or just a chance to speak up? No, trials by jury. Son. He was advocating for, it's That's what it, to that, it was just a judge going, nah, fuck off, mate, I'm in a but, bad mood. Also, what a great time to be tried by a jury because, well, they're not, they're not letting Indigenous people in, so it's just other fucking grubs. Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. Oh, it's only grubs. It's yeah. only grubs that are on the jury. <laughs> I'd, I mean, I, I'm guessing they probably stacked it all with, you know, um, oh, policemen's wives and stuff. Yeah. That's know. how they get you, the officers. Yeah. Um, Aiden. From Porter Down, who's visiting some friends in California, uh, flying to Dublin to pound a few pints before heading back up to Great Britain, where he lives <laughs> in Northern Ireland. Um, the last job I could find him doing was his own business, Aiden Mackle Washing Machine Repairs. Uh, also found him as right. appliance engineer. Good noble work. Why not? Had one at my house recently. Good bloke. Washing repair. Washing machine repairman? Pretty much just paid a guy to come around and go, no, nah, it's fucked by a new one. <laughs> so, <laughs> not a pleasant Some... experience. Fucking, not even by cheap, by twice. By expensive, and it should have gone throughout my whole life. Didn't. Yeah. The house is, the floor's sunk a bit, hasn't it? So it was out of whack. Oh, is that what you, that's what you were doing under there. You were working yeah. on the floor today. Oh, the floor's fucked. I, did, I spent three hours on that floor today. Man, it says it. it it says a lot about you that you're in a rental and you try and fix things. Oh, only to a certain standard. It's the only benefit of being in a we've got really high ceilings in the hallway at our place in the rental and the fucking lights blow mm-hmm. and I go, Well, I don't have a fucking ladder that goes up that high. Call someone. Any neighbors do. You call someone to come and change a light bulb. Fucking oath. I mean Man, if I can't put a picture on the wall, fuck you. Come change the lights. Yeah, I okay. call everyone. I like the cut of your jib. But that's why they're sitting there in the office going, fuck, as soon as there's the opportunity, we're putting the rent up on these pricks. Bang. Fuck them. Bit of give and take. <laughs> but yeah, in a way, fuck them. You know what? They would have done that anyway. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So. Oh, yeah. Well, they haven't here for the real nearly battle. a decade. Oh, so really? i got to take the good with the bad. Oh, man. Yeah. I did put the floor in in the kitchen, actually, because that was fucked. And the place is falling down around us. But uh, rent, that's remaining steady. Would they ever reduce it for that? You go, hey, guys, I've just saved you having a fucking... No, they wouldn't for that. They reduced it for COVID. Got two full oh, years of reduced rent. Pretty Fuck, good. That's all right. Mm. We've got nothing. Yeah. We had a fucking heater break and my kids were breathing in the lounge room like the exorcist. It was fucking frozen out there. <laughs> kids were in the jacket like it was a fucking bomb shelter. <laughs> Fuck is this? Living in Australia in 2022. Come fix the fucking heater. This wasn't even COVID times. This was about yeah, six right. months ago. I was furious. Yeah. yeah, but opportunists have just used COVID to go, oh, sorry, it's still COVID, some COVID layover. Stuff's still yeah. expensive. There's fucking extra charges if you want stuff done on time. COVID. Sorry, Suez Canal, COVID, Brexit, the rest of it. Um, Aiden was said to have been already drunk before boarding the plane, so just Irish. Um, he then drank four small bottles of wine shortly after takeoff. Can't see that touching yeah. the sides. I'll tell you what, um, though, those those bottles of wine, having had one on a plane the other day, heading up to bloody Queensland, those little bottles of red, they're two standards. Are they? Those little bottles of red are two two standards. They'll they'll fucking get you. How big are they? One twenty five. No, no, no. I thought they're small. Yeah, just those little, just those little plain ones. I don't know okay. how big they are, but they're tiny. Whatever they serve you on a plane, two two standards. standards. Okay, that'll that'll creep up. So he's eight in here. I've noticed you talking just standards now. You don't even know what percent is anymore. Just standards. No, I know. I know percentages. What's that beer drink? Is it one point two? One point two. That is too light. I oh, know. One point two fucking drinks. Yeah. I still, I still think in percentages. I, I like the percentages as well. Just occasionally, if you've had a few, you need to go, hold on, what are some other stats that make this sound a bit better? Let's go to the standard drinks. It's only 1.2. We're yeah, fine. It's for, pe- it's for people getting behind the wheel of a car. That's what it's for, <laughs> the standards. They cannot figure it out. Um, well, after all the fuck-ups at that airport, coming back from Yapuna, I almost had to hire a car. I'm just yeah. trying my best. <laughs> Uh, Aiden swapped seats with someone, a bit fidgety, one of them. Mm. Um, two hours into the flight, Aiden said to his neighbour that he's going to have a dart. <laughs> stepping out for a dart. Darts don't go well with wine. Is this 2008? Yeah. Yeah. He went, he went to the toilet and lit up a ciggy. You know what I reckon Aiden's done too? He's grabbed the wine and just a couple of cubes of ice. Thanks, love. Well, what do you mean? I reckon. I reckon he's an ice and a wine bloke, regardless oh, if it's red yeah. or white. <laughs> yeah, I like the. I like people who do that, but don't apologise. Like when they apologise, you go, "Nah, don't do." It. They're always like, oh, "I shouldn't, but I will. I'll have some ice, yeah. thanks." You yeah, know, I know I shouldn't do this, but I have a couple of just a couple of little chunks there, mate. Well, you see, in Queensland summer, a lot of chilled wine glasses getting around. Yeah, but keep the goon sack in the fridge. Don't need the ice. <laughs> Smart. He's thought it through. (laughs) Um, A flight attendant went and told him to stop 
which caused him to become unruly. Mm. Uh, the FA went and told the captain, to which Aiden responded by telling him that he was an associate of who? Oh, the CEO? No, better. None oh. other than Osama bin Laden. <laughs> None of them said, well, this is unusual. Northern Irish guy hanging out with Osama. Okay. Yeah. We'll indulge. This is this has not helped his cause. Yeah. <laughs> Tell you what else didn't help his cause. Captain was trying to calm Aiden down, which earned him a punch to the face. Punched the pilot in the face. Then he punched someone else in the guts too. Details are scant on that. Obviously, not a big hit. Or the, you know, recipient's not a whinger. Again, the pilots, though, should be never getting close enough. To get punched. Yeah. Not until it's landed. Yeah. They're, they're running It's irresponsible, really. Don't yeah. go near a fucking paddy if you're piloting a plane. Yeah. By 2008, I thought they were behind locked doors by then. It's like an army general getting stabbed by the enemy. Yeah, how yeah. fucking close were you? There's people in between you. Yeah. There's a ranking system for a reason. I mean, that's a proper leader, though, isn't it? Going over the top first. That's what generals <laughs> should be doing. Storm. Um, <laughs> Storm the Aidens. Yeah. Aiden was, uh, it was then restrained by the captain and the crew, refused to say where his carry-on bag was located. Um, then when told to calm down. I reckon I'd figure it out. I'd just open the overhead and look for a fucking Tesco's bag. Go, got it. Oh, they're going back to Belfast. There'd be heaps of them, mate. Fair bit of fucking <laughs> Kiwi Samson oil on that plane. A crispy, crispy cream box with fucking cans of Guinness in it. <laughs> with wheels on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got that in the I mean, shed. Fucking fuck you say right that. up. You know it'll be sick merch. It'd be like a, a reusable, like a canvas Krispy Kreme bag. Oh, like a like a box beautiful with bo- a big box with wheels on it. Krispy Kreme. <laughs> um, yeah, told to calm down. He replied, "Okay, I'm a terrorist. Go on and land this plane. Go ahead and land this plane." <laughs> so they did. They diverted it to America's <laughs> Shannon. Oh, yes. Bangor International wow. Airport. Oh, Bangor. Didn't we have a lovely time the day we went to Bangor? A beautiful day we had lunch on the way and over under a pound, you know. But on the way back I cuddled with Jack and we opened a bottle of cider. Singing a few of our favourite songs as the wheels went to What a tune. Right. Popping up more and more. You might want to keep that handy. Bangor. It is, yeah. I mean, we've done a lot of Shannon in the past. Haven't had Shannon for a while. Get back in the game. But um, Bangor, popping up. Um, but don't worry. Shannon will be back. The World Cup is on in Qatar at the minute. Oh, yeah. And, and fuck me. if They're if they're probably trying to build a, another runway at Shannon just when the, the Cup hasn't come home again and these fucking people have to... <laughs> Try and get from Qatar. <laughs> yeah, but then <laughs> back to England. also they can't booze, can they? There's no boozing in Qatar. You'd, no, there is booze. Have a fair bit of, is there? I thought they yeah. ditched it just the other day. No, no, no. They ditched uh, they ditched booze in the stadiums except for the FIFA suites. Just to, you know. What's a FIFA suite? Box, corporate box. Yeah, one of the corporate suites. You can drink there yeah. and then you can drink out you can drink outside in designated zones, I think. Right. Eh? Yeah. Um, Fuck, that'd, that'd do me. I still remember a wedding I went to four years ago. Dry. Where it was a 38-degree day and you couldn't fucking drink. Yeah. 
that that was a rough one. Oh, I'm just having a oh, oh no, I've just realised this. They don't have they won't have to go to Shannon. They're fine. Yeah, sorry, you got the, me geography um, there for a second. Just having a squeeze. <laughs> the uh, the female body inspectors got on in Bangor. But I'll tell you what: if you're listening and you're in Paris, Milan, Rome, Athens, get ready. Because have you may have plane loads some planes of coming in. Yeah, <laughs> order well, a few Guinness kegs for the airport. I reckon all the Australian fans will be home by next week, so none of us will be there. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking <laughs> largely pointless. Um, female body inspectors got on in Bangor and changed his status immediately. Status arrested. Aiden had to go to court in Maine, Bangor, Maine. All rise. Judge John Woodcock presiding. John, yes. John Woodcock, great name. There's some fucking killer names lately. There's going to be some mm. more too. I've been doing some going ahead. I've been working ahead a little bit. Some bloody classic names coming up. Next week's beauty. Great American legal system names. Yes. John was born in Bangor and stayed there and uh, still became a judge. He was nominated to the United States District Court for the District of Maine by President George W. Bush in 2003. Your Again. George W or Jeb W puts you puts your judge there. Yeah, fucked. <laughs> Long arm of the law. They love locking people up, oh, um, especially when you start saying, "I'm an associate of Bin Laden. I'm a terrorist. Oh, land this plane." <laughs> yeah, yeah. They sully George W's reputation. Old Osama. Uh, Matt, the American- this is 2008. This is where uh, 9/11 trumps mental illness. So mm. I already <laughs> know this is going to be a bad fucking ending. Uh, the American Bar Association rated John unanimously well qualified for the nomination. He's presided over mainly unremarkable shit. Tends to dole out his sentences in months, as is their want. A judge oh. seems to love that. Even if it's over 100 months, he'll just <laughs> literally, his favorite number seems to be 135. 135 yeah. months were given to a Ponzi schemer, the same amount of months given to a bloke grooming a 13 year old on Snapchat. Wow. So I don't know. I don't know which is worse there. I fucking hate both of those yeah. things, clearly. But uh, yeah. 135 months. See ya. Um, I do like 35. John, though. That's like, the, that's like those parents with the fucking, my son's 30 months old. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Nah. Not carrying out a calculator, love. <laughs> sort it out. So he's, he's two still. Yeah, got it. Um, I do like John, What was John, on his though. cake last birthday? If it's above yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. 18, you could get away with at a pinch. 18 months. Beyond 18 that, months, yeah. Shut up. Yeah. He's one. He's two. Whatever. Uh, last year, John was in charge of a homeless man versus police case. The, the dude had saved up and bought himself a BB gun from a pawn shop. Sick. Sure, you know where this is going. Walked outside. Didn't, didn't get told anything about what happens. Leaned his gun against the wall and took a swig from his bottle, paper bag, drinker. Police got called by concerned citizen fucking dobbers. They showed up and just shot him dead. Oh, fuck. Woodcock said, nah, that was a bit much, fellas. Word of the wise, don't walk around with a BB gun in America. Filth have no. very itchy trigger fingers. Yeah. Especially lately. Well, we know. Um, the, only, the only thing that stops a drunk guy with a fake gun is a good guy with a real one. Yeah. Oh, the good guys won again. Probably got promoted. In our case, well, they didn't actually. They got done by John. In our case, though, the court heard that Aiden was a recovering alcoholic 
with mental health disorders. He had also not been taking his medication. So it wasn't him. I I disagree. He smoked the dart. Yeah. That's what they all tend to do, I think. Yeah. That's all I hear mates of mine that are in AA and they said they go along and people are just, they've just swapped one thing for another and they are chomping the durries. Well, it's quite often why a lot of people get into comedy and swapping out something for an addiction to fucking something. It doesn't have to be darts or another thing that will kill will kill you. Everything will. But, yeah, they're addicted to something. Mm. Got to. Running. Running's a big one. Um, John Woodcock, the judge, told him, by invoking the name of the most notorious terrorist this country has ever seen, you could not have been more provocative. Um, I went on the hunt for the best terrorists ever, get some more cookies for myself, and uh, <laughs> Just- turns out... Turns out I was searching for the wrong thing. Plead, you were fucking pleading for the AFP to just kick that door <laughs> in one morning. Well, yeah, maybe. Lads, not just not in the laundry, all right? Just redid the floor. Yeah. I'll pass you the laptop. <laughs> <laughs> laundry? You think I'm a fucking billionaire? It's a little alcove in the kitchen, fuckhead. Um, That's like mine. I've got a European laundry, which means a cupboard in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a... That's a classic upsell. That's a, in the realm of the fisheye lens real estate fucking trick. Um, yeah, I was, I was looking for the best terrorists ever. I should have been looking for the worst ever. Um, By the way, I have looked, have looked at a few real estate uh, photos recently and they, the really shit ones are still trying to fisheye lens. Oh, yeah. Oh, fisheye went out a little while ago. Fake furniture, like CGI furniture. Oh, yeah. That's it. Oh, they're great. And the CGI car? Yeah. <laughs> oh, this bloke in the one-bedroom apartment's got a Lambo. <laughs> yeah, fucking oath. Yeah, where's the shadow? It's like fucking Lee Harvey Oswald. I know what's what, mate. There's an Audi a couple of inches off the ground in my driveway. Um, I see the fish eye though. I go, fucking hell, Limp Biscuit's going to be performing in the backyard. I think they're filming a bit. <laughs> where's Fred? <laughs> I think they've got that little thing on the door round the wrong way. They just take. They're oh. not allowed in to take photos. The residents like fuck off, real estate agent. Take them when we're gone. They just take them through the door, through the peephole. Um, as terrorists go, Sahato of Indonesia, who killed about eight hundred thousand East Timorese with U.S. weapons, no less, hmm. uh, doesn't even rank in the top five. Ooh. This is how you doctor the stats. It's like fucking anything. Make a big song and dance, and people forget actual stats, yeah. and just go with the pomp. Mm. Um, King Leopold of Belgium clocked up about 8 million. Hardly hear a peep about him. Never. By comparison, Genghis Khan, oh, sorry, Genghis for the purest, Khan, got <laughs> 2.5 million. Genghis Khan, you hear about a lot. This King Leopold, though, I thought Jean Claude yeah. Van Damme was the fucking most ruthless cunt out of Belgium. Adolf Sachs. <laughs> <laughs> Chips. Um, <laughs> Uh, Stalin and Hitler have to share the mantle of number one with 23 million. And by comparison, and this is where there should be a podium protest or two, Chairman Mayonnaise, 60 million. <laughs> Fucking silver medal. <laughs> oh, well. 60 million. There goes my he's... chance of ever seeing the Great Wall in person. Oh, <laughs> he's not even number one. Ripped off or what? Bin Laden, third place with 4,000. Hold on. If I was Genghis or Leopold, <laughs> like Hitler and Stalin, number one, um, yeah, got to hold on to each other. The podium's not big enough. I'd be fucking fuming at that if I was Leopold. Yeah. It's a bullshit. Absolutely no way 
Osama should be I should be number one clearly, but if not, at least three behind Hitler, Stalin. Um, even Hussein and Idi Amin found themselves in the hundreds of thousands, nowhere near the podium. Osama, four thousand easily oh. body count number three. There you go, mate. That's a fuck off. Jesus. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> um, Aiden told the judge, "That's like a bit like that Olympics where they're all wearing those uh, the full body suits." Yeah, that, yeah, that's a bullshit record, mate. Absolute bullshit. Yep. Well, you just stand over the side of the podium in, in protest. Yeah, nah. But if you're going to knock King Leopold and Saddam and everyone off for the 4,000, you're already just showing blatant disregard for those people. You just should put him number one. Yeah. It's even a fuck off to Bin Laden. Yeah. You go, Come on, man. If you, just, you know, if it's jobs for the boys here, I should be number one. Absolutely. Just call him the tallest or something. Number three, it just doesn't even make sense. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. I've, I've, I've fired off a couple of emails, mate. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Should he back next week? Is this what you were doing in the Virgin Lounge? Yeah. In Brisbane the other day? You saw me tapping just... away. <laughs> really violently tapping on my no, keyboard. No wonder our flights were fucking delayed. They're running. <laughs> we're using their Wi-Fi. They're running all sorts of stuff on us. Sorry, was, sir, the plane's got yeah. one less row. Sorry. Oh, fuck off. I actually <laughs> Bloody was looking cookies up this have done this. <laughs> Someone's looking over my shoulder. Um, Aiden told the judge, I completely and totally apologise to the people on this flight. So that should have been the end of it. Yeah. Uh, this is something they should not have had to put up with, but the people who have suffered most are my parents and sister. My life has changed for the better because of my arrest. So in the case of one, in the length of one paragraph there, he's turned things around. Um mm. Aiden pleaded guilty to, to the charges, cop to it. I reckon the pilot with the fucking black eye and the split lip holding the bag of peas on his head is going, pardon? Who was hurt most by yeah. your actions on this your plane? Yeah. Your mum and sister that went on. Okay. <laughs> so he's, he's put his hand up in the end and said, no, it was totally me. I still felt the need Oop. to mention the uh, various mental illnesses and recovering alcoholism <laughs> mm. that he suffered from terribly. Mm, um, the judge gave him. 116 days in jail, which he'd already served, and he had to work out how fucking long it was, and a fine of $20,000 to Delta Airlines for the plane diversion. Time served is something I've always enjoyed. So just quickly, how many many days was that? 116. Oh, 116. Mm. That's 2,784 hours. Yeah. You reckon the judge went to say that? And one of the yeah, like, come on, mate. Now you've you've pushed it. Oh, yeah, you're going too far, Judge John. Um, ju- time served. Judges always say, "No, nah, that's about right." They they never say it's too little. It's definitely not too much. But they, you know, silly <laughs> yeah, thing to much. say in the what land the f- of Kachinga. What the fuck's he still? What the fuck's he still doing in here? Yeah, sorry. Well, if champ. you say it's too much, they're going to sue you. Go, oh, yeah. you get three days. Well, I've been in for a hundred. Give me a million. Um. He was held in Piscatakis uh, County Jail since he was arrested, medium security, 110-bed jail, just a nostalgic little fella in the heart Beautiful. of Maine's smallest county. A um, bed and breakfast prison. Mm, pretty good. Fresh guns in the mornings, boys. Come down. From Piscataki or Piscatakis, I don't know how that, I assume phonetically mm. they're pronouncing it, um, county. Also, famous alumni, businesswoman, Roxanne Quimby. Founder of the North Carolina company, Burt's Bees, which is a classic American dream story. Hold Humble on. Humble beginnings. 
Where have I heard Burt's Bees? Burt's Bees, like lip balm and shit. That's right. Mm. Hey, she met a beekeeper called Burt Shabbats, started making lip balm and bullshit out of his raw materials, threatened to sue Burt over personal differences, forced <laughs> Burt out of his own company, acquired his shares, left a family behind, bing, bang, boom, sold the company for $900 million. Beautiful. And on top of that, now she's a conservation advocate with all the money she made completely legitimately. An American philanthropist who owns a lot of businesses and free tax charities. Mm. Um, you like one of the sections. One of the se- I've just had a look. I've looked up Burt's Bees and the birtsbees.com.au, one of the sections on that website is Mama and Baby. Oh, that's up there with Tribe. I won't have Mama. Mama? No good. <laughs> Again, I've already tried to admonish some listeners who might have something. What was it Again, before? I don't know. Mama's fine. Mama is fine if you still get your age told to people in months. Yeah. But, but past the age of two years, well, it's mum or mummy. It, it appears a fair bit in Instagram biographies. Just a, just a oh. hot mama who's, you know, just a yeah. fucking spiritual mama. Okay, yeah. fuck. It's as bad as, you know, husband, father, Nicholas J. Mm. Cody. Um, <laughs> Aiden deported back to Northern Ireland, Great Britain, after sentencing. Aiden's not allowed back in the US without permission from immigration authorities. That's not happening. Which I doubt they'll give him. Fuck no. Anyway. Can't say Bin Laden on a plane and you're getting back in there after that. Oh, yeah, yeah. 116 days. I think that's a – I mean, that's not bad value actually for punching a pilot in the face and punching someone else in the guts. And saying Bin Laden's an associate and you're a terrorist. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the other stuff to me is worse, putting your hands on people. But, yeah, he's clearly a fucking idiot. But America. There, I know. (laughs) I know what we're talking about. In 2010, a couple of years later, as part of his rehabilitation process, Aiden has become an expert author um, on a website called Ezine Articles. Remember when everything had an E at the front before I was in the front of everything? Yeah. Frankly, there's a fair bit to fucking answer for there. I, this and that, me, my computer, that sort of shit. E, email's the only thing, thing still remaining because mm. it was invented in that era. You called fucking iMail if it came out a bit later. Um, my mail. I went on I went on E-Zine, obviously. Um, yeah. There is a lot there. Whoa, What's he written about? Well, Pre, I mean, I looked at his articles, obviously, but also stand-up comedy, where you appear to have gotten a lot of your tips. There's a whole section on it. <laughs> um, entire articles <laughs> about being honest and vulnerable in your stand-up comedy writing. Oh, yeah, that's me. Have to have a great stage presence. The real secrets of comedy stage magic. The rule of three. Building to a crescendo of comedy. Laughing to survive. All that sort of business written by experts. You ever done a comedy course? You've convened them. Have you ever been in one? No, I've never convened them. Um, I no, I haven't done a. No, I wouldn't have. You do one every time you ring me up, mate. Um, <laughs> yes. Yes. No, I didn't. I didn't plan that. I just said it off the cuff. It's a bit of improv, if you want to know. Um, in Aiden's account on Ezine, that is fair. Every time my wife walks past and I'm on the phone to you, she always says, "Getting tips again, are you?" <laughs> 
<laughs> I like to send the elevator down every now and then, you know. Um, Aiden's account, very interesting juxtaposition of articles. Some mm. Pilates fucking hogwash because his sister, who suffered terribly from his incident, owns a studio uh, mixed in with some washing machine maintenance tips. Oh, great. Although he does write humour. Um, oh, yeah. Hard to cage that if you're from anywhere near Ireland, as is the paradigm. <laughs> Natural comedians, yeah. a lot of them. Yeah. We know, we know a bunch are really good at stand-up, yet I've met some more who are fucking appalling and really use the crutch of a nonsensical accent to get themselves a couple of fraudulent fucking chuckles. Um, I was surprised he didn't use that in his defense. Sorry, I'm an alcoholic and uh, it was yeah. just a bit of the crack. Yeah, the crack. It was just the crack. It's banter and the crack. Having Should a laugh. In jail. Not me. Um, about to wind up here, mate, but I am going to end it uh, with a bit of uh, Aidan Mackle poetry. He's dabbled in poetry oh. as well, like you. Here's a stanza. Here I go. Sorry. I just had my finger over gone too soon thinking here comes some really sad news. No. Nah. And uh, it's even worse. Happy oh. news. He's gotten into poetry. About his time in the clink, this oh, yeah. uh, particular stanza is, and the standard <laughs> is exceptional. Uh, as poetry goes, here we go. Once I was lost, and that's when I found our hardships are cause that we may all be found. So he's right, found with found there. Found, um, geez, the, the first two lines. Yeah. <laughs> um, my, oh, that's part of the license, isn't it? You do what you want. My soul is born free, and it's easy to see the problems I have are all caused by me. Can't disagree oh, with wow. that. Not what and he told just, the judge. Yeah. I mean, then it just goes on to refer to his journey and his discovery of he, capital H. Is, uh, Better than what I was expecting from him. I was really expecting it to kick off with a, there once was a man in Bangor. Got, yeah. Fuck, all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Limerick. Um, his expert author's journey went on for the best part of two years. Then it stopped abruptly because he had to go and fix some washing machines, I believe. <laughs> That brings us to the end of another episode of Mid-Flight Brawl. Thanks for listening. Thanks for telling your mates. If you want extra episodes, get on our Patreon, patreon.com slash midflight brawl. Helps us keep the lights on here. Helps us hire some bloody staff to the team. As I said, we've got an audio engineer, Rad, kicking goals. We've got a researcher. And uh, if you don't want to do that and you just want to look fucking sick this festive season, midflightbrawl.com. Click on the merch. Get yourself a limited edition St. Jaden's College Greyhound Polo. Oh, beautiful. Brings a tear to the eye. (laughs) All right, mate. I'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on. Sorry, I fucked it. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 